My guest this week is Nick Webster. He's the GoDaddy domain and hosting expert. So let's talk about the scary subject of security. And I want to hear your personal opinion on security based on your experience in this area. A lot of people seem to think that by having an SSL, which is the padlock on your website, that simply you're covered. It's not the case. We live in an age where people have got bots, people have got machines that will probe every crack and crevice that you've possibly got. A lot of people say to me, how can I prevent this from happening again? And the simple answer is... Our mission is to help 10 million people start and grow a business for free. We want nothing from you. In Pep Talk, we interview industry-leading experts from around the world who share actionable know-how and life lessons. That's why we're excited to partner with GoDaddy to power up Pep Talk. I've been using GoDaddy for years and would promote them on this podcast even if they didn't sponsor us. You can use their free website builder and start your online business at no cost and even get help these days with naming your business. For 40% off GoDaddy tools, click the link in the podcast notes below and use the code GDXPEPTALK. My guest this week is Nick Webster. He's the GoDaddy domain and hosting expert, and he's here to share his knowledge with you today about all things URL. Now, I know it sounds like a boring subject, but trust me when I say in many cases, in many businesses, it can be the difference between your business getting traffic or not getting traffic, your business working or not working. It is, some people think, a boring subject. To me, I'm fascinated about this particular area, and I'm feeling very grateful that GoDaddy have sent us Nick to share his knowledge with us. Nick, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for inviting me and uh, I really appreciate you taking the time. The implications of picking the correct name for your business. Perhaps we could talk about that first, Nick, if you don't mind. Absolutely. I mean, one of the key things of naming a business is simplicity and shortening. Um, I've had a few instances where people go, Forks and spoons are amazing, and I love to use them as utilities, uh, .co.uk. And obviously, people aren't going to type that in. So they want something really short and simple, like forks and spoons, or F and S, or fork and spoon. You know, as small as you can possibly get it, that's the most effective. But that comes at a cost. So, like, like I say in a lot of these situations, before you plan a business, before you buy... Uh, a domain have a plan of attack because it's going to be all about simplicity shortening and making sure it's easy for your customers it's about ease and so for the actual domain name itself how much does that name affect search engines for example is is there is there an element um that that, that you can advise people on of course. So there is an area, uh, GoDaddy provide this as a product called SEO, which is search engine optimization. So I'll try and shorten it in, in this regard because we're going to talk about hosting in quite a few areas. So I always try and break it down into there's three kinds of hosting. There's WordPress hosting, there's cPanel hosting, and there's a website builder. Now with the first two, it's kind of like a laptop where you start plugging USBs in, that's a dongle, that's another piece, another antenna, uh, and all these are bits that help build you on Google and help you appear higher up and so on and so on and so on. Uh, like GoDaddy, we provide a 
product called Websites Plus Marketing, and it's included. So once you've attached your website, you've built your website with ease, you don't have to worry about the purchase of the additional SEO because it's integrated into the product so that when people type in, uh, I'll give you an example. There was a, I love chicken wings, right? And uh, there's a chicken wing uh, place just up the road from me, and they actually have their website on uh, GoDaddy Websites Plus Marketing. And uh, it's very much a case of going on there, very, very simple URL. It's on the builder, type in chicken wings, my area, they appear straight away. And you wouldn't have thought that because they're a brand new business, but because it's my area, they're in my area, they're on the builder, the SEO is included, it's first on Google. So that's how I found them. So it's a lot of uh, making sure that your search engine optimization and your keywords and your tags and everything like that are absolutely dialed in so that people in your area and the wider community can find you easily. Now, I know a lot of people listening, there's a URL that they dream of owning and um, they can't get it. Someone else has already got it. And so how do people go about getting the URL they want? Is there, is there any methods you know of? There's a few methods. So straight going onto the market, you know, you can type it in, see if it's available, see what the price is. There's another avenue where it's called the domain broker service, which is something that GoDaddy provide. That is where you'll fight, you'll type in the name, you'll see it and it's available, but someone is already the owner of it, but they've listed it for sale, meaning that potentially they've had it for a few years they want to get rid of it, they don't have any use for it anymore, but they see the value in it. You pay GoDaddy a small fee and we will go and speak to that person, well, or attempt to, to see whether or not they're willing to enter into negotiations. That fee is pretty much the professional service of us going to that person. It just makes the whole transaction a lot more secure. It's not great if you go directly to a person um so there's no middleman to make sure that there's nothing that goes awry because in this world there's a huge amount of money i'll give you an example because i've just been to his uh his wedding anniversary uh my uncle owned poker.co.uk since 1989 i think it was and he sold it a few years ago for 250,000 pounds now, I just said to him as I was there, if you'd have sold that now, you'd have got that a lot, lot more. He goes, you know, he's not bothered about it. But it's the it's the value of it. So if you're going to someone directly for in the conversation of £250,000, you want to make sure there's a professional middleman in between. So there are products available to make sure that you're not hindered, the customer that's selling it's not hindered, and everything is secure. Because that's what we're going to get onto later on, Simon, is security, I'm sure. And just on the subject of... Um .co.uk versus .com. And, and again, I know a lot of people that go and search for their website address, they can find the one, the perfect name, but it's not a .com. So tell us, for example, uh, your thoughts on um, on .co.uk versus, say, .com, for example. How much of a difference does that make? It really is a personal opinion. I mean, the .co.uk's will appear more for, if you go to Google.co.uk, for example, and you're an English customer with an English IP address and you're searching for things, most likely .co.uk is going to come up. However, as a professional, I think that .coms seem more professional because they're more, it's more of a legacy name. It's more the first thing that everyone types in naturally. Um, you know, on emails, for example, I always have to ask people, is it .com or .co.uk? So 
very much my professional opinion would be .com, but there's no real d hindrance in having a .co.uk. But here's the difference in terms of price. So let's say if you've got a .co.uk and you wanted to move that around, there's no fee to move that around from company to company. .coms, however, let's say if you said to me, Nick, I want to put simonsquib.com into GoDaddy, there's a small transaction fee for that. That's the same at every uh, provider. But for .co.uk's, it's free. So there's a, a benefit that they're trying to push people on to getting more .co.uk's because uh, you never know. One day they might run out of .coms if, uh, if the shortening of the URLs gets uh, too filled. Demand is increasing for sure in this technological world. So, so many people in our community ask us about this .co.uk.com element. I just, I just want to go a little bit deeper on it for a second. And, and do you think that, for example, owning simonsquib.io or one of these other URLs, is, is that um, a detriment to, to, uh, to, to getting noticed or, or can it be a good thing? What, what's, what's the trend, I guess? What's your opinion? I think um, touching on the .co.uk's and the .coms, there's a, my pro professional opinion is .coms are more professional looking and people naturally type those in. But as we go on, uh, you're starting to find more and more that, for example, if you're downloading an app on your phone, the link might be .io or .ly or something like that. And that's even shortening the .uk or the .com visually. So as we were talking about domains earlier, about it making it as small as possible. So for example, fns.io, uh, it's quite attractive because it's the shortest thing to type in. You know, if people are one punch keys on their keyboards, it's very easy for them to do. Um, there's been a change with regards to what are called CCTLDs, which are country code uh, top domain levels. And uh, they basically mean uh, what country you're from. So if you're from .be like Belgium or .de like Germany and stuff like that, you have to have a registered address in the European Union to show that you're allowed to own those sort of uh, domains. But there are other domain uh, .ios, .lys, uh, other countries that obviously you don't need those sort of requirements at all. So again, we're talking about simplicity, about shortening and about also focusing on the .com and the .co.uk's is almost trivial nowadays because it really doesn't matter uh, what your dot whatever might be as long as it's short sweet and easy to type in that's the most attractive thing for your customers especially in 2022 if this podcast is inspiring you to start or grow a business then i recommend you use taylor brands they are our sponsor for this podcast and they help you not only craft a brand but design merchandise and so much more in the last year i've used this site for every single one of my businesses i couldn't recommend them more and we've even negotiated a 40 percent off discount code for you just use pep p-e-p when using their website to make your booking now let's get back to the podcast and i know you touched on hosting a minute ago again i know this subject people might oh, i don't want to hear about hosting and they might i might turn off this podcast right now but don't don't this stuff about hosting it sounds boring but it's going to help you so if people are trying to figure out what they should use uh which hosting service even you know when you're talking about wordpress and these different things i think people don't know the difference between any of them but what questions do you think you know are good for people to ask themselves to, to make a decision what questions should they have the answers ready for if they talk to someone like you there are different kinds of customers like i mentioned to you a minute ago there's the customer where they say hey i want a website don't know what i'm doing i'd rather you do it for me um, I needed it to be nice and cheap and easy. 
we've got a product for that no problem at all if you've got a customer that is what i would refer to as the student where they go do you know what i want to build a website but i want to do it myself i want to learn uh, i may need a little bit of help here and there but mostly i'm going to spend most of my evenings learning how to do this we're going to go down the, those two avenues of cpanel and wordpress that i just mentioned those are the ones where you're going to need a little bit of background knowledge to uh, to build your website effectively to the way you do it there's a lady at the moment that I'm speaking to that she wants a calendar on her website where you can make bookings and it would it would work 10 times better with that being on WordPress. So um, we're going to put her on WordPress. We're going to get some tickets and help her out build it. But she's one of those customers, the student where she says, I'm going to learn how to make this calendar myself. Um, so it really is the consultation of who are you as a person? What's your direction? Uh, what have you pre-thought of and let's book in some time and have that conversation because I want to save you money but I also want to make sure that you've got the quality product for a quality price that's the main thing well, I personally built all my websites myself I'm very proud of that and uh, but I built them on the builder so that for me uh, has been the best way to do it so I've learned to build the sites myself I can update the sites myself and um, and that makes a huge difference to like speed because I'm not personally relying on someone else to do it. And that's just been my personal choice to, to do it that way. But I like the fact there's options um, and that, that's important. So let's talk about the scary subject of security. Again, I think people might think this is boring. I find it super fascinating. And I know if you get it right, you can save your business a lot of money in the long run and also make sure that you don't get for example, your website get coming down. You don't want that when you're when you're building a business. So um, now, Nick, I know um, you know some of you have some opinions on security. Let's just label this as you know your personal opinion around security. So so that there's no uh, there's no issue. And and I want to hear your personal opinion on security based on your experience in this area. A lot of the conversations that I have around security is. Um, not so much a fearful one, one of preparation. A lot of people seem to think that by having an SSL, which is the padlock on your website, that simply you're covered. It's not the case. There's a difference between the SSL and having website security. So, for example, uh, a customer may call up to me and say, my website is hacked. It's sending me to all sorts of redirections. Uh, I need some help. Luckily, GoDaddy provide uh, a, a product called website security. We have got different tiers. My favorite being advanced because it's got unlimited cleanups. Because even with having the preventative measure, it may be the case that there's a small reinfection later on down the line. Uh, one of the lower tiers, it might only include one to two cleanups. After that, you're going to have to upgrade again. Advanced is one of my favorites purely because as many times as you get infected, it will get cleaned up every single time. We live in the year of 2022. We live in an age where people have got bots, people have got machines that will probe every crack and crevice that you've possibly got. And just by having an SSL isn't going to cut the mustard. Uh, a lot of people say to me, how can I prevent this from happening again? And the simple answer is, is by having the product in the first place. If the product was there, it would have been almost like a, a Star Trek shield around your ship. You know, making sure that it doesn't get uh, you know, lasered, it doesn't get attacked. By having the product ahead of time, you would have stopped yourself from getting malware attacked. There are instances that you can get attacked even with the website security, but by having it 
you've got the cleanup solution there. That's the most important thing. As time goes on and an infection grows, it's more and more difficult to uh, to clean up. So as soon as it's notified, as soon as it's brought to our attention, as soon as you've got the product running and the tickets off and running for malware removal request, you'll be back on online in no time at all. So it, it's not a scary thing. You just need to be pre prepared. And as time goes on, I'm sure there'll be another one to come, uh, another preventative measure, another shield, um, as things you know develop more and more and more. So that's my personal opinion. Yeah, <laughs> good, good. To, uh, put that in there as a disclaimer. This is, um, you know, just from your experience personally. I, I guess it's a very sensitive subject for any company to talk about. Um, and, and I, and I, I also find myself like with security. It's, it's the last thing I think of actually when it comes to building my business, as far as websites are concerned. Um, so I have a, um, a GoDaddy website, SimonScript.com and PepTalkPodcast.co.uk, and. Um, Within the GoDaddy builder, is, is is the security feature built in? Because I haven't even thought about it for myself. Is this something people that have a builder need to think about? Yeah, this is something that this is the reason why the builders are so attractive is because it's quite, it's kind of like remember those monitors that are all in one. It's a touch screen. It's a computer. It's it's got everything included. You don't need anything more. It's the same thing with the builders. The builders have absolutely everything built in so that you're not going to have a problem with infection. Or if you do have a problem with infection, you've got the 24-7 support with us because you've got our product. So you can call us at two in the morning. We'll have a look at that and get that correct. You've got your SEOs. So the builders are really, really attractive. And as you said, Simon, you've started to do a bit of your homework on the builders because the builders, you can expand further on that as well. I, I'm, I'm ever learning myself. Uh, you can even create custom pages that are password locked that I just figured out the other day with one of the, my customers. Um, but the homework that I'm talking about with WordPress, that's, that's a whole books load. The website builder is nice and easy, but it includes everything. Security-wise, it's something that is built in already, and we have full autonomy in terms of overview. Uh, but my personal opinion is keep yourself uh, onto the builders because they're easy to use, because they're all-in-one, and because of the product solution. But if you want to get into the advanced areas of things, we can have that conversation as well. But, uh, yeah, my personal opinion is... Simon, you're doing the right thing for sure with using the builders and uh, doing your homework. Fantastic. Yeah, it, it feels for me anyway. Um, I, at the security side, I'm I, I'm learning about it and listening to you. It, it, you, you know, I appreciate your positive view on it. You know, don't be scared. I appreciate that. But people are scared. They're scared that they're going to get hacked, and they're scared that they they're going to get their data um, stolen of their customers, for example, on their website. So this is something that people are are worried about. But uh, but I appreciate your positive view, which is you know prepare. And you don't need to be scared. So it's, it's great to know. And yeah, well, look, I appreciate all of your insights and for you taking time out and uh, coming on the podcast and, and sharing your knowledge. Appreciate it. And keep up the good work um, helping people's businesses succeed. Much appreciated. Yeah, I've just started my shift myself. So after we've had this conversation, I'm straight on to uh, on to helping the customers. One final tidbit in case to include this as well is there's also email security. <clears throat> So, for example, uh, on your website, you might have a contact form that says, I'd like to contact Simon Squibb, and they fill in their details, and you get an email. Um, Nick wants to get your newsletter, Simon, uh, but your emails aren't got security either. So you need what's called AES, which is Advanced Email Security. That prevents people from hacking into your emails 
uh, via your website and then misusing your details. So again, if you are preventative, if you have these things in place, uh, website security, think of it as like the Kaspersky or the, or the McAfee for your website. Uh, and SSL is purely just to make sure that your customer's data is secure. Your data being secure and your website is all about being preventative and making sure that you've got website security. Uh, and of course, we can have that conversation and we've got loads of products to go through in terms of that. Email is also another one for security measures as well. So be preventative and you won't be scared. Um, and if you ever need anything, we're always here to help you. Nick, thank you for your help. Thank you for your knowledge. It's a pleasure to talk to you today. Thanks for listening to Pep Talk. We hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to follow The Purposeful Project on all our social media channels where we're giving away even more free business secrets and entrepreneurial value. Again, we'd like to thank our sponsor GoDaddy for powering this podcast. From naming a business to buying a domain name to building your website for free, GoDaddy has you covered. For 40% off GoDaddy tools, click the link in the podcast note below and use the code GDXPEPTALK. See you next time, entrepreneurs. And remember, you're not alone.